this crazy world we're living in, this is a time that you need to be braver now more than ever. And my hopes for the show is that it does give you just, even if it's one more degree of you being brave, that's the intent for me. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of the Brave Today podcast. This show is going to encourage, challenge, maybe even provoke you to step outside of your comfort zone and take more action to better improve yourself and your health. I'm your host, Mark Avens, and in this crazy upside down world that keeps pushing a narrative for people to become softer and weaker and sicker and unhealthier, more dependent than ever, the goal and intent of the show is to help you navigate through this so that you can become braver today than you were yesterday. Now, a few details of the show. We have Brave guest interviews, brave people I look up to and admire who are not only brave today, but are also helping many people become braver today than they were yesterday. We also have what's called Brave Q&A, which we're going to be doing a part two of our other questions. I had a bunch of questions and I'm doing those in two parts. So this is part two to the last Brave Q&A. And that's where I'll be answering questions that you have, questions that you have about health and fitness and weight loss, anything else that I get it and I can answer it for you. Don't hesitate to just drop it in anywhere. You can actually, any of the social medias, I may be featuring that next on the show. So I have a bunch of those and this is the second part to it. We have seven more we're going over. Uh, and also, there's a couple other shows we do. What's one's called The Flavor of the Week, where I'll be discussing the latest news on health and fitness. Basically, I get to pick apart all the trends and the workout fads and then breaking them down and giving you my honest and truthful opinion on those. Again, those are my opinions that I'll be giving to you. So if you're enjoying the show, chances are you'll probably appreciate the opinion that I have on some of these crazy ads and workouts and potions and diet trends that I keep seeing popping up year after year after year. Lastly, we're doing breakthrough episodes where I'll take a deeper dive into, and you know, I haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm definitely due to record some of these physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, any area basically that's holding you back, provide insight and guides to help you become braver today in your health and fitness journey. And listen, this crazy world we're living in, this is a time that you need to be braver now more than ever. And my hopes for this show is that it does give you just, even if it's one, one more degree of you being brave that's the intent for me. So let's jump right in. So the last time we did the fitness Q&A, I went through seven questions. We finished with what are the best muscle groups to train together? So if you missed those, you can go. They're listed as well in the episode description, the questions. So if those interest you, you can skip through and you can go back to that and check it out. But let's go into now. So the next question I have, we'll just jump right in. Mark, how often should I work out? This is a question I got, and I might have actually done this before in one of our Q&As, but it is a question that I get asked often. How often should I work out? And my answer is never going to change. If you're able to work out every single day that you're alive for the rest of your life, work out every single day that you're alive for the rest of the days that you're here on this earth. So again, how often should I work out? Now, if you're just like, hey, I'm just getting started. Do I need to do work out every single day? At some point, you're going to want to build yourself. If you're brand new to exercise, maybe you've been a couch potato, maybe you've been in a desk, maybe you've just have never thought about exercising ever. And now's the time you realize your body's changing, right? Like you're starting to put on some pounds. For you just getting started, how often should I work out? Start with a couple days a week. If you can get out and walk, you know, start with that. Honestly, if you're walking now, which I would imagine the majority of you probably are to some extent, you can walk every single day and you can call that a workout. You don't need to have a gym membership to say that, oh, I work out because now I have a gym membership. 
You can work out in the comfort of your home. In fact, the majority of clients that we work out in the beginning start working out right in their homes because that's what they have access to and that's what they're going to be the most consistent. And as far as time factor, it saves them the most time. So again, there's reasons why we do it that way. Eventually, we do want people to branch out into doing things that are more challenging. As far as how often you should work out, you should be doing some sort of activity on a daily basis. As far as formal exercise, if you could start out three days a week, that would be perfect. Say you started out with a Monday, Wednesday, Friday plan that you did some strength training, maybe did some conditioning, you did a home workout, a bodyweight workout at home, or you had a gym membership where you did you know, a gym routine three days a week. That would be a great starting point. But again, ultimately, you want to make sure you're not just going through the motions. You know what you're doing. As far as how often should I work out? Now, again, I didn't really think this until the last couple of years. And I did this, it's a more of a mental toughness challenge, but it required me to step up on a physical sets. And I had to do the objective in this mental toughness challenge is called 75 hard. You had to do two workouts a day. And one of them had to be outdoors. Now, the rule of 75 hard is if you miss one of the workouts, there's six different things that you have to follow through the day. You had to do two workouts. One had to be outside no matter what. And you had to do it for 75 days straight. So I've done this three times. And basically, I did two workouts a day, not just one workout. I did two workouts a day every single day for 75 days. And again, this is not to impress you. It's just more to let you know that you have way more in the tank than you realize. And I don't care if you're 40 or you're 50 or you're 20 or you're 80, you can do more. You probably have way more in your tank than you're capable, at least think that you're capable of, but until you actually step up and challenge yourself. Now with that, I wouldn't say to go crazy. If you haven't worked out in 10 years, I wouldn't recommend you doing two workouts a day, something to gradually work into. But what you also don't want to do is be too soft on yourself when it comes to how often you should work out. If you can get up and go for a walk every day, that would be amazing. In fact, our students in our program, we encourage them to get in 10,000 steps a day, however they need to including the workouts we give to them after. And you know what? What's really great is we're able to challenge them more now than they've ever been before because they actually just realized that they had a lot more in the tank. And it's great to be around people as well who are pushing themselves further on that journey. So number two on this, well, this is number nine. So this is number eight on the 14, but this is number nine. How long does it take to get in shape? So great question. Mark, how long does it take to get in shape? If you're just trying to lose, let's just say on weight, if you're thinking like on a scale standpoint, how long is it going to take? If getting in shape to you means getting the 20 pounds off, this is in a structured coaching program that guarantees results. And we're talking where you're working one-on-one with coach, like our clients are averaging eight to 10 pounds per month. Some get 15, but the average is eight to 10 pounds per month. So you can do the math. If you're going to kind of look at, say, if I wanted to lose 20 pounds, you're talking two to three months. If you're wanting to do it the right way, the safe way, the effective way, and the permanent way, and that's doing it not by dieting and starving yourself skinny or taking some you know injections or doing all that kind of crazy nonsense. As far as getting in shape, now, let me get back to the original question. Let's just take that weight loss. I'm going to lose 20 pounds, two to three months with a good coach and a quality program. And that's keeping it off and learning how to keep it off the rest of your life. Now, in general, how long does it take to get in shape the rest of your damn life? It's going to take the rest of your life to get 
in great shape because your body is going to go through changes. You have to show up for yourself and be disciplined to do the work every single day, right? Rent is due on your body every single day. I know I've heard that before, right? <laughs> like the rent is due every single day you wake up. If you want to be in better shape, you have to do that every single day. And that could be just being more mindful on your food, getting enough sleep, dealing with your stress. But every day you're going to be faced with some sort of a choice that's going to either move you closer to being in better shape or moving you in the direction towards death, which is really the opposite, right? You're either living or you're dying. You're either pursuing good health or you're pursuing bad health. Bad health is going to lead to a sooner death. It's just the way it is. So how long does it take to get in shape the rest of your life is my answer. So number 10, what's the best way to lose weight? Well, Mark, best, I mean fastest. So if you're thinking the fastest way to lose weight. Now, again, I'm going to assume you don't want to lose weight and put it back on. There's lots of ways to lose weight. You can starve yourself and lose weight, right? Like you can be sick and lose weight. You can take drugs and lose weight. You can go back to smoking cigarettes and lose weight. But we're talking the best, best way to lose. The best way, in my humble opinion, the way you're going to lose it and it's never going to come back on is to learn what your body needs. And there's a few essentials. You need to know how much rest. You need to know how much sleep. You need to get better sleep. You need to understand the stress is an important part of our lives. We need to have stress in our life, but you need to understand and learn how to deal with your stress, right? That's going to be very, very valuable. You also need to know how to hydrate your body properly with what kind of water, how much water you need in your body. Very, very important. Hydration is important. And then of course, food, right? Like obviously understanding the food, and how much food and what's going to be the most sustainable way to keep the weight off. And so the best way to lose weight is to get knowledge, to build a skill set that's going to help you understand these things better. I think we do it better than anybody else in our coaches and our coaching program. I've developed that program over the course of 30 years of in the trenches working with people. But as far as like the best way, so I believe that our program offers one of the best ways. And then also be around people who are like-minded, who also want to get in great shape. We say in our brave coaching program is to be brave. Like being brave is much easier to be brave when you're around other people who also want to be brave. So I want to encourage you to find yourself. It doesn't mean it has to be in our coaching program, but actually can be where you're around other people who are going to build you up, going to lift you, support you, to be on that journey, to encourage you, right? And then of course you got to move. You got to be active. Like we talked about as far as getting in shape and how often should you work out? So the best way to lose weight is you want to take, if you will, as the holistic approach. Think about the whole self. Think about how you're currently, as far as if you're gaining weight or you've been overweight, think about what your lifestyle is like now. Are you around active, like are you around healthy, active people who take care of themselves? No, then your environment is probably going to need to change or you're going to need to change your environment, whatever that looks like. And I'm not saying to divorce your spouse. I'm saying you're probably going to need to find a way to be around a supportive environment. Now, again, you need to look at, are you really stressed out? Do you not sleep well? Do you have terrible eating habits? You have no idea what you're eating or what you're supposed to eat or how much water, or do you handle your stress by you know, going out to the bars or eating your emotions? These are all things that we deal with inside of our program, but these are also things that you want to look at as far as the best ways to lose weight. The worst way I can tell you to lose weight is to think that some quick fix diet with a rebrand, some other kind of cold fusion thing, even those of you thinking that like having surgery 
like having invasive surgery is going to be the solution. It's not. Even when it comes to weight loss surgery, you still have to change your habits. If you're going to go on medication, your doctor is going to tell you, yeah, you know, with this weight loss medication that you're going to be on the rest of your life, if you go off of it, they're telling you right in your face, weight loss medication is only good for the amount of time you're on the weight loss medication. It isn't going to change your lifestyle. They're openly saying that so that you stay on the medication. So just keep in mind if that's going to be a solution for you or not. That's not the best way. It's actually one of the worst ways. It might be the fastest way to lose some weight, but it's not going to be the best way. It's going to be one of the worst ways. All right. So let's move on. Number 11, we talked about the best way to lose weight. What's the fastest way to lose belly fat? The fastest way to lose belly fat is to take a serious look at what it is you're doing now when we're talking with your diet and nutrition that's causing the belly fat. You got to look at what you're eating or not eating, right? You got to look at how often you eat. Got to look at those things. Of course, you know, as we get older, there's certainly a role that hormones and testosterone and our body's changes play, but the majority of people use those as excuses. Bottom line is as we get older, the love handles come because we're not as active and we tend to overeat. We tend to just overconsume. So we have that excess calories that you don't burn off and because you're not exercising, just sit on your body. And a lot of times it ends up being around those love handles, right? So how do you get rid of love handles is actually acknowledge first what's causing them to be on in the first place. Once that gets handled, then you got to realize there's a couple things Again, cleaning up your diet is going to be helpful. Also, if it's like cardio, the question that comes up with the love handles, is it going to be better to do cardio or strength training? And they're both very good. You can certainly lose love handles with cardio. You can do all kinds of spin classes and boot camps and run, 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 you know, until your knees fall off type of thing. But ultimately, if you're really wanting to decrease body fat and belly fat, strength training hands down is going to be your best bet. And again, most people go about strength training the wrong way. They're like, well, I'll just do some five pound dumbbells. I'll just do some light weights. You know, women tend to go that direction. Men tend to go too hard in the gym and they don't know they're doing what they did in high school and it doesn't apply to them now. They don't really have any direction other than what they used to do in the past, but now they have back problems and knee problems and things like that and shoulder issues and they end up getting injured and then that ends up causing more love handles or bigger love handles to be on. But again, you obviously know you can't out train a poor diet. So no matter how much strength training and working out hardcore lifting you're doing, if you don't pack that with some good, healthy eating habits, then you're never going to get rid of those love handles. And that's something that I've struggled with myself. I know I can work out really hard, but if I'm not in tune with the food and how much of it I'm eating, I can tell you, you can definitely get away pretty easy. So the next question is, Mark, what exercises burn the most calories? So you got to think about burn the most calories during the exercise. And of course, like a high intensity, like cardio routine, you're like running, sprinting on a treadmill, which most of you probably aren't going to do. Like a hardcore spin class, you could burn boot camp type of workouts. You're using all your muscles. What exercises burn the most calories? The ones that you're using your whole body, like those are going to be the ones that burn the most calories. But I will tell you that if you can give yourself a chance to learn how to strength train properly and to work your body in a way where you're going to break down muscles, where they're going to rebuild, ultimately your muscle is going to burn more calories than fat. So if you have more muscle, what that really just means in layman's terms is that if you have more muscle on your body, your muscle requires more fuel. You're going to burn off more calories because the muscle's hungry. 
fat doesn't need nearly as many. So if you have more fat on your body and you're consuming, it's easy to add more fat. So having more lean muscle on your body is going to be the best bet. But as far as exercise go, really, again, thinking how are you going to use your whole body? So using your whole body, if you're doing exercises that like a thing about something as, and I'm not the biggest fan on burpees, but think about where you're doing like a burpee, where you go down on the ground, you do a push up, you do a jump in the air, you're using your whole body. And that's where like some sports can come into play. So if you're thinking like, maybe I want to get back into sport because I'll use my whole body, I'll burn calories. You know, you think like tennis, maybe even like pickleball. I know it's real popular here, but where you're actually able to burn. I see guys at the gym where we belong now, they're playing basketball, doing those type of things. I would just be careful. Like if you haven't been into it, you probably want to get conditioned to get back onto the courts and do that so you don't get injured. But those are going to be things that ultimately are going to help you burn the most calories. So my wife and I do some hikes. We go hiking on trails and we're using our whole body in that. Maybe not as much our arms, but we're using our legs and going up and down inclines and our breathing's heavier. Like those are things that are going to be great for burning calories. Ultimately, again, what you want to do is to challenge. If you don't feel like it's challenging, then you just got to realize it's probably not helping you burn calories either. Last one, last but not least. Is it better to work out in the morning or the evening? I'm going to give you my personal opinion, and then I'm going to share with you really like the truth of that. The truth, well, we'll go to the truth first. Is it better to work out in the morning or the evening? It really doesn't matter. Morning or evening is fine. I'm not the biggest fan of the evening. I'm an early to bed guy because I get up early. So I prefer to do my workouts in the morning to get them done. But also when I tend to work out in the morning, I tend to be a little bit more mindful on my habits throughout the day. I also feel fresh. The hard thing is me getting into my work after workout because after I get a change, shower, what have you. But I will say really ultimately the best time of day to work out is the one where you're going to be the most consistent. Ultimately, like that's the name of the game. The time of day that's going to help you be the most consistent working out is going to be the best option for you. I will say sometimes people, they like to work out in the evening to finish out the day. It's like a reward. They had a full day. Maybe they had a stressful day. It helps get the stress out. If that's the case, then that might work best for you. For me, typically, I actually have kind of some different times in the afternoon. I like for me, my reward is to go work out in the afternoon, but I don't typically have as good of a workout. My mind's already going in business mode and what I need to do and all that stuff and coaching. So typically in the morning, I just tend to be more fresh. This is a little bit harder, like on a physiological standpoint, when your body is in the morning, just kind of getting up might need a little longer kind of warm-up time versus throughout the day. If you're moving, your body's already kind of prepped a little bit more. Your body temperature is up a little bit higher. So as far as physiological benefits on that standpoint, might be a little bit better once your body's up and moving. But ultimately, really the best time of day for you to work out is the one where you're going to be the most consistent. I mean, doesn't that make sense? Again, some of the stuff I know, it sounds like, yeah, it's too common sense. It is. This isn't rocket science. You guys know that, right? Like, I, I, there was a reason why I had to take like physics twice and organic chemistry when I was in physical therapy school. Like, as far as that goes, I will tell you when it comes to your body, if you could strip down all of the nonsense, all of the BS, all of the stuff that you've heard from maybe people trying to sell you on gimmicks and potions and pills and medication, like, Common sense tells you, do you think it's going to be really helpful for your body to take some sort of medication for you to lose weight in the long run? No. Do you think, even if you have 80, 90, 150 pounds or more to lose, 
do you think having an invasive surgery is going to be the best option for you to change your habits and lifestyle around? Will it get the weight off? Yes, all those things will, right? Pretty much anything will help get the weight off. And they can sell you on it, that it's going to be a permanent solution. But ultimately, you and I both know that the permanent solution is you. You're the permanent solution. Like you have to realize what you want now versus what you want most. And you got to realize what you want now is the weight off, right? But what you want most is that weight never to come back on. So ultimately what you have to realize is that you have to have a heart to heart and really strip down all of the stuff that's probably been getting in the way. And you realize that getting in shape and getting into the best shape of your life is way easier than you're making it out to be. But only you can figure that out for yourself. I can talk to you about it. I can encourage you. I can give you skills, skill set, and give you tips and all that stuff. But ultimately, you have to decide what you want most. And if it's what you want now is just to lose weight versus what you want most is to have a really healthy, fit life, that's up to you to decide. Anyway, I hope this helped. And as usual, just as I was share with you, you know, going through this, I really enjoy doing these. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And of course, if you enjoyed the show and if you want to help support the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We're on podcast and Spotify. We're also on YouTube as well. So if you want to watch this, although it's just me here. And then also, if you found this valuable, if I just ask that you share the show so we can get this out to more people. And of course, if you want to stay up to date on our Brave Today show, behind the scenes content, you can follow me on some of the social platforms. And in the near future, we have a brand new platform coming to you. It's my own platform. More of that to come. I'm not going to talk too much about it until it's ready to go. Take care and have a blessed day. We'll see you.